The contents of the Simple Blessings in Oil podcast, including the information contained in text or audio or other content, is offered on an informational basis only. No content is intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should always seek the advice and guidance of a qualified medical professional before changing or making any adjustment to any medical or treatment protocol you are currently using. These products have not been evaluated by the FDA and are not intended to treat or prevent disease. In each audio, remedies or oils are recommended. We are not claiming that the product will cure any of these problems or disorders. We are merely reporting that people have used the product to aid these conditions. This is the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to Simple Blessings and Oils. This is your host, Amanda Phila. I'm a crunchy mom who loves God, my family, essential oils, and simple ways to healthier living. Hello and welcome, everyone. This is Amanda with Simple Blessings and Oils podcast. This is podcast number five, Pregnancy, Birth, and Beyond, part two. So we talked a lot last time about pregnancy, and now we're going to talk a little bit more about birth and beyond. You can find the show notes at www.simpleblessingsandoilspodcast.com. So I did not use essential oils for my first five babies because I didn't know about essential oils until I was... Um, until I had baby number five. She was three weeks old. I went to a class about essential oils, and it was just the right fit at the right time in our life. And so we decided to embark upon the journey of using essential oils. And for us, that meant using Young Living essential oils because they are the peers that I found. And for us, the quality of the essential oils we were using really mattered um, we were taking that one extra step to live, live a healthier lifestyle. And there's a lot of essential oils out there and not all of them have the same integrity. When an essential oil has a, an expiration date on the label or when they are using chemical extenders to gain a higher yield, um, you can tell in the, in the essential oil themselves. If I've picked up essential oils that were supposedly pure And um, I've tested them side by side. And so for us, like I said, Young Living was the way to go. They had their seed to seal guarantee and promise. And you can learn more about that at www.seedtoseal.com. So today I'm going to talk a little bit more about birth. Like I said, we didn't use essential oils with babies one through five. But when we had baby number six... um, I used essential oils throughout my entire pregnancy. A lot of people asked um, what I was going to, you know, what was safe to use. And and clearly we stuck away or steered away from the hormonal oils, things that um, affected your hormones. You don't want to be using those when you are pregnant because you don't want to induce labor or to start having um, more Braxton Hicks contractions. A lot of people also will, you know, ask if it's safe to use lavender. And one um, one thing I like to just let people know is, you know, are you using a perfume? Are you using a chemical cleaner? A lot of people don't realize that those particular things, your deodorants, your moisturizer, your shampoo, your conditioner, all of those things can be very harmful 
to not only you, but to your baby. And they're linking more and more, more studies are coming out, um, linking the chemicals in those products to, you know, reasons that kids have birth defects. And it's really actually scary. So um, I'll talk more in other podcasts about chemicals and how they can affect your body. But today I'm just going to talk about the, the birth part. Um, when you're pregnant and you're carrying this baby, you really do need to be even more careful than you are any other time at what you're putting on your body. Because as we know, it takes 26 seconds for a chemical to enter our bloodstream if it's applied topically to our skin. Um, the same goes um, with essential oils. So if you are using an essential oil that contains a lot of chemicals, you need to be careful with that. You know, that they are already a very potent product and then you're applying them to your skin. And if they were extracted with some sort of a chemical extender, um, that chemical is being pulled into your body as well. So that's why I just, I really, really reiterate that essential oils are amazing and awesome, but you really need to know where they're coming from. But as far as using them in the birth process, there's a handful of oils that I highly recommend. So when you're getting closer to um, delivery, you end up having a lot more Braxton Hicks contractions and things along those lines. And once again, I am sharing this information as a mom who's used essential oils. I am not a medical professional. I am not here to treat, diagnose, or prescribe anything for anyone. I'm just sharing some things that worked really well for me during my pregnancy and the three babies, my three oily babies, as I call them, that we had after our um, essential oil journey began. So one that I like to recommend to everybody is lavender. And lavender is an oil that you hear a lot about, but when you're having those Braxton Hicks contractions, they can start um, earlier. As you have more kids, they can start earlier and earlier in your pregnancy. And so I noticed with mine, they would start around 32 weeks. And, um, you know, some of them would come quite frequently. And when you are, I mean, when you're getting these and you're not, aware that you can have more because your your uterus is used to, you know, carrying a baby and it just, it tightens up and, and lets go. And it's totally normal to have them, but sometimes they can get uncomfortable and everybody's um, tolerance of them can be different. But what I found was using lavender essential oil topically, not only does it keep you relaxed and it's good for the baby, but it also helps with that muscle contraction so that it's not constant and it's not bugging you. Um, so I really like to use lavender. Not only does lavender help with that, but it also helps with sleep. When we're getting towards the end of our pregnancy and when baby first comes, we don't get a lot of sleep. <laughs> You're uncomfortable. Um, baby sits funny or, you know, is sitting on your bladder most of the day. And you just, you're, you know, through the night, you can't toss and turn enough to get in a position that makes it easy to sleep. So lavender can be very beneficial. Another oil that I recommend, highly recommend, is frankincense. It's also a holy oil. It was given to Jesus at his birth. And so I love frankincense. It's so amazing for immune support. And it is so grounding for mom. So this one is going to help keep mom grounded. I know for me, when you would just wake up and you didn't sleep well, or you were frazzled because, you know, the kids are already fighting or crying, this was an oil that you could grab, you could just smell, and you could feel yourself being more grounded. It was also a good one that I like to diffuse during times of prayer. So in the mornings, I do like to get up before the kids. That doesn't always happen. But I like to get up, put a little um, frankincense in the diffuser, and diffuse it 
just to keep me grounded, to keep my day on track and to get me started off on the right foot. Because I feel like when you, you give your day to God and you say that little extra prayer, sometimes it just can steer your day in the right direction. So frankincense is highly recommended. I also love this one for when baby is born. So once baby is born, this oil is A, very gentle, but B, is amazing for immune support. This is an oil that I put frequently right onto my baby's head. If your comfort level is not using a straight oil, that is totally your decision. Um, for me, I just grabbed a drop and I did a blessing on the crown of their head after they were born. Not only is it going to help support their immune system, but when everybody wants to come over and kiss that baby's head, it's going to um, just keep their immune system boosted and not, you know, not have as many germs and things like that. You can also put the frankincense right on the bottom of your, of their feet. And I like to do a roll on, um, just a sleepy roll on is what I call it. But you put two drops of frankincense and two drops of lavender in a roller bottle. And then the carrier oil of your choice for us, we really like coconut oil, but ho jojoba or Jojo oil is also a good choice. Um, as it's really, uh, close to the baby's skin zone, natural oils and, um, olive oil is also a really good oil to use on the little ones. I didn't realize how beneficial olive oil was, but when I had babies three, four, and five, we did not have them in a hospital. We chose to have baby number six. I did I say three, four, and five. I meant six, seven, and eight. Um, we had baby number six at a birth center and then we had baby seven and eight at home. And so with each of those births, I no longer saw an OB, but I chose to see a midwife and she was a wonderful midwife. And um, one of the biggest tips, I had had five babies and we all know when babies are born, they have that lovely meconium and, you know, that's like scrubbing tar off of a, of a baby's behind and it doesn't come off easy. So one tip my midwife had given me um, because part of my birthing kit for having it, at, having the baby at the birthing center was olive oil. And I was kind of like, all right, <laughs> what do we need that? Are we cooking? But what she did was, A, she said, if your baby does need a bath, olive oil is what they used for generations. That was what they, they washed baby in because baby washes can be very... Um, harmful to baby skin. It can dry this, their skin out. And especially when we're talking about like your typical baby wash, you're going to find at your local, you know, Target or Walmart. Most of those baby washes contain a lot of chemicals and baby skin is so permeable that it is important that you're using something good on their skin. And a lot of times when we are using a soap on their skin, it actually dries their skin out. So olive oil is a perfect um, option for, for giving baby a bath. And for me, I didn't give my babies a bath until they were probably three weeks old. I would take a washcloth and wipe under their neck or if they spit up, but I didn't actually like put them in a tub and scrub them up because my babies tend to be born in the winter and we live in a place that it's cold and it dries out their skin even more. And it's not required. I ha have heard from many a midwife and natural, uh, practitioners that babies really don't need baths. They're not getting dirty and sweaty and grimy. So that is, of course, your personal preference, but um, it is not needed. And when you do decide to give baby a bath, olive oil is an amazing thing to use. It is also really good for applying at every diaper change um, while they have that meconium poop. 
So when, um, when you change diaper, I just put it in a little spray bottle or in a little like squeeze bottle, I should say. And I just lathered up their bottom with olive oil. And so then when they would poop, it would just come right off with a baby wipe versus like scrubbing that tarry stuff right, you know, off their bottom. Um, another oil that was very beneficial is called Gentle Baby. It's very gentle to baby skin. It's very calming for baby. Um, if they have upset tummies, it's a great one to put on the bottoms of their feet. And it's also really good for mom and baby during the delivery process. I actually uh, have a doula friend. I have done some doula work for the last four years, five years, five years, six years, almost six years. Yeah, six years in April would have been my first birth. And, um, one thing that another doula friend of mine told me is that she swears by gentle baby. She brings it to all of her births because if the mom is okay with using essential oils during the birth, because it actually, when mom is having um, consistent contractions, it was one that helped. She's had babies born within 10 to 15 minutes of applying it on mom's abdomen. I'm not saying that that's going to work for every particular person, but it does speed up that end of labor process and helps um, baby come a little quicker. And like I said, it's also a really good oil for grounding and for um, keeping mom and baby calm. It's very calm, gentle oil. Another oil that I recommend during um, the pregnancy and birth portion or at the end, um, is tea tree oil. So tea tree oil is very good. It's very antifungal. I like to actually use this in the peri bottle that you get, um, from the hospital or birth center or in your birthing kit. They usually, you don't want to wipe after you've had a baby, you know, things are swollen and, you know, a little bit sore. So one thing that I found to be very beneficial, um, it was also recommended to me by my midwife and I loved it for the last three babies I've had because it was something that was never told to me before, was taking a drop or two of tea tree oil in your peri bottle and then when you fill it up with water and you go to the bathroom, you can rinse down there and it keeps everything smelling better and fresh because, you know, you've got all that stuff going on down, down south. And it also um, prevents any kind of like infections or, um, it just helps the healing of that area. This is also really good in a butt spray. So, um, as long as your baby is in diapers, typically most moms like to have some sort of a butt spray, whether they're cutting teeth and they have more acidic poop or, um, you know, maybe a diaper that they're using at that particular time is having some issues. What I found is a tushy spray that works phenomenal for um, baby's bottoms. And so I would just take my carrier oil of choice and fill a two ounce spray bottle. And then I added uh, four drops each of lavender, tea tree, and myrrh. You add those three oils, you shake it up a little bit, and that makes a great bottom spray. There's a few other oils you can add as well to make a better, um, they call it a peri spray. I highly recommend Clariderm. Um, it is a spray that is really good for any kind of skin issues, but it is amazing. I know when I've talked to a few other oily moms um, in some of my oily moms groups, they were talking about how Clariderm, it's for badges everywhere, and it literally is. It is a great spray to help protect your perineum 
before delivery. So a lot of women will start using it between 32 and 34 weeks. So if baby comes a little early, you've already been using it this entire time. Um, but it's a great spray just to prepare the area and it feels phenomenal after you've had your baby. Um, I've tried to make a mock version of this myself, a DIY. I'm a total DIY person. So with that, you would put four drops of myrrh, four drops of tea tree, four drops of lavender, four drops of frankincense, four drops of German chamomile. You can also substitute Roman chamomile if you don't have German. And then four drops of helichrysum. And then you fill that two-ounce bottle um, to the top with your carrier oil, which can be like your coconut, your olive oil, um, or your sweet almond oil, whatever you choose. I have made it, and I know people love the DIY recipe, but I have used both, and I highly recommend if you can float the Clariderm, it is highly recommended. But this is a great peri spray, so this is going to help protect the perineum before delivery and during delivery and help with healing after delivery. Another thing that nobody had ever told me with my first, I don't know how many babies, but they call them popsicle pads. And these are absolutely amazing. You just take your regular um, pads that you're going to use after delivery. And some hospitals that I've gone to have actually made these for moms, which I think is great. But what you do is you take your olive, olive oil, no, you take aloe vera gel and you um, open the pad up and then you just squirt that off aloe vera gel right down the middle and then you take and you can mix beforehand a couple of drops of lavender and tea tree with some witch hazel and then you just pour that down the middle of the pad right over top the top of the aloe and then you fold the pad back up leave it all attached and then I put them in a baggie and stick them in the freezer because after you have a baby things tend to be swollen and these are great to grab out and just put um even if it, you only wear it for the 15 minutes while it's melting, it is very soothing to your bottom and your perineum, and it helps with the healing process. It feels amazing. It just kind of gives, initially it's a little cold, clearly you just took it out of the freezer, but it feels amazing on that perineum, and it helps with that healing process. So those are some of the main oils. A couple that are great for before and after delivery are Valor. Not only will this help with sleep, but it's also going to help with your confidence. So if you're feeling a little afraid during the delivery process or you're very emotional, Valor can be a great oil to apply. It also helps with your spinal alignment. So if you are getting chiropractic adjustments towards the end to keep everything in alignment so delivery goes well, which I highly recommend you do, um, applying Valor before and after each visit is a great way to keep your alignment where it needs to be so baby can come as it needs to. Another one is Sacred Mountain. Um, when you read about Sacred Mountain, this is an oil blend that was created by Dr. Gary Young. And what he found was that this oil could help the most people. So when people ask me, what's my favorite essential oil? Not only do I love this oil because it is very grounding. So when you are having a crazy day and you are everywhere, you're emotional, you, um, you're angry, you're whatever it may be, this oil is one that I grab for very frequently. If I need a good night's sleep, I will grab this and put it in the diffuser. Valor, if I really need a good night's sleep, but this one is just one that's going to help you let go of some of those emotions. It's going to help you feel connected, and we need that when we are in the birthing process. 
Those are just some of the ways that I have chosen to support my body during the pregnancy, birth, and beyond process. I hope you found some value in some of the things that I shared with you today. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me on Facebook at Simple Blessings and Oils. You can find the show notes for this episode, episode number five, at www.simpleblessingsandoils.com. As always, be grateful and have faith. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to Simple Blessings and Oils. Visit me at simpleblessingsandoils.com or on Facebook at Simple Blessings and Oils. Simple Blessings and Oils is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.